Happy New Year, everybody. Happy 2018. Hopefully you survived 2017. I know that we did. It was a very long year, a lot of challenges, some really neat things. But we're back with the podcast, and I'm very, very excited. I'm excited for the episodes that I've recorded and I'm going to be releasing in the coming weeks, as well as some of the uh, interviews that I have planned coming up. So thanks for hanging in there. I know it's been a while since we put out episodes, and I appreciate your guys' patience and understanding. But now you get to sit back and relax, right? You get to enjoy. We've got new episodes coming up. As always, please tell people and share the podcast. That's a wonderful way to kind of spread uh, New Year joy. How's that? You get to spread some, some knowledge, some information, just some entertainment, I suppose, at the end of the day. But go to our website, energieslovepodcast.com. Follow us through all the social media platforms. That's what you're supposed to say, I guess, right? Yeah, go follow us on Instagram and on Facebook. If you haven't already, go subscribe to us on YouTunes. On YouTunes. I just created a new podcasting platform. It's called YouTunes. No, go subscribe to us on iTunes. Leave us a review, all that kind of stuff. That helps the podcast expand and grow and reach new listeners. But believe me, I missed recording, I missed interviewing people, I missed putting out episodes for all of you to enjoy and listen to, and 2018 is going to be a good year for the podcast. I feel it. I feel it in my bones. So for the very first episode of 2018, you guys get to enjoy my interview with Dan Doty. I am an incredibly huge fan of Dan. Um... I consider him a dear friend of mine, a good mentor. I'll give you a little bit of uh, background on Dan. I heard Dan on Rogan's podcast last year sometime. It was right around the first part of 2017. And he talked all about his organization that he was starting, his, his mission, his plan for life with every man. And I just fell in love with the whole idea and the concept of it. And since that point, I was able to reach out and communicate with Dan. Um, back in August, I went on the Everyman, the, the, the first Everyman expedition, which was a week-long backpacking trip in Yellowstone. That was an amazing experience. I had some uh, just really profound, life-changing type stuff that took place, and I could do a whole podcast just about that expedition and the experience that is, and, and the experiences that I had. But Dan is one of the founders of Everyman, and their mission is really just supporting men in the space of men's groups and expanding kind of the way that men process and move through life in such a more complete and full way. And we talk about it, obviously, during the episode, so you'll get an even better idea of what it is. I know that I've talked about it on previous episodes of the podcast. You can also go learn more about Everyman and more about Dan through his podcast. It's the Everyman Podcast. If you go to their website, everyman.co, that's E-V-R-Y-M-A-N dot C-O. They've got a lot of retreats and uh, trips planned for 2018. So you can go to their website, find all that information, sign up for one. I highly, highly, highly recommend it. You can also find out more information on their website about starting a men's group, which I would highly recommend as well. That's something that I uh, did back in the fall of 2017. Started up a men's group here in Salt Lake City, Utah. And that 
that's been incredible. That's been life-changing as well. So I could sit here and ramble on for days about uh, how amazing every man is, how wonderful Dan is. Like I said, I have a lot of love and appreciation for this man. But for now, you guys get to sit back and relax and just enjoy this conversation with this amazing man. Hopefully you'll learn something, you'll pick up something. And then I highly, 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 highly recommend going checking out his podcast. Remember, that's the Everyman Podcast. You can find it everywhere podcasts are available. Go to their website. And now just push play and relax. Because here we go with a dear friend and mentor of mine, Dan Doty. You're listening to the Energy is Love podcast. Energy is love. The Energy is the love podcast. The Energy is Love podcast. Energy is love. The Energy is Love podcast. The podcast for the universe. The Energy is Love podcast. This What's that? This is it. This is it. <laughs> this is it. Do you know Paul Crick? Uh, Killing it with Paul Crick? It's no. a YouTube series? No, no, no. So it's older. I don't think it's going anymore, but he's got a video called This Is It. Fuck it. It is what it is. The three <laughs> phrases that you need to live your life. This is it. Fuck it. It, it is, is what, it, what is. it is. It's good. Uh, yeah. I'll show it to you after the I like podcast. it. So how are you, man? Oh, legitimately better than I ever have been in my entire life. Really? Legitimately. I do a lot of exaggerating in my life, and I'm not exaggerating there. Yeah. Like across the board, every every place you can think of. Yeah. Like with momentum and energy and motion and, and like, and uh, just pure happiness and lack of fear and lack of grasping for anything. Yeah. Better than ever. Super content. Fuck yeah. <laughs> yeah. Just uh, we're... It's Sunday night, and this weekend was the most beautiful family weekend I've ever had. Really? Just like... Did you guys do anything special, or is it just kind of recognition of... No, we didn't do anything. We didn't do anything at all. We just hung out, and uh, yeah, but so coming off a week week ago, we finished the last retreat, and I've been literally in a very heightened state sense. And as that heightened state has combined with slowing down and being home and being grounded, it's like, whoa, this is, this is it. (laughs) This is really it. This is, this is amazing. Um, So tell me about the retreat. That was one big thing I wanted to talk to you about. Yeah, it was, it was, so it was 50 guys. It was 49, I think altogether. And a handful of those were facilitators and co-facilitators and, and so we've done three of these open source weekend retreats and each of them has been a like a big leap forward for our for every man in general or mm-hmm. for our business. I mean the first one we hadn't even formed a business yet. And also for my oh man, my confidence, my trust, my ability to let go um and trust that what we're doing is not only good and needed, but received, you know, like, so this last one was so freaking powerful, man. <laughs> just like, holy, just crazy. Like legitimately men are changing their freaking lives in the couple days that we're together. 
It was amazing. It was amazing. Is it the type yeah. of thing where you said you've done three so far? Yeah. And the, uh, the first one you guys did was last December too, right? So exactly. Like almost a year. A year ago. Is it the type of thing where you think you're getting better at doing them and hosting them and putting them on and facilitating them? Or do you guys consciously kind of plan for each one? We're going to do more. We're going to do things differently. Like, yeah. So a little bit of both, um, the original flow of events that I came up with or Sasha and I came up with a year ago hasn't really shifted very much. It's, it's almost identical. Um, again, I think it's confidence and trust that are making them more and more and more powerful. The other thing this time was that a bunch of the guys, it was crazy. We had guys flying in from Alberta, like three guys from California, Texas, Ohio, like guys are aware of what we're doing mm-hmm. and are coming because of it. You know, in the beginning, it was just like our friends, yeah. you know, and friends of friends, like people would know me or Sasha and be like, okay, we trust these guys. They think this is going to be good. Let's go try it out. And now guys are coming prepped and ready, not necessarily know exactly what they're getting into, but they're up for it. They're you know? excited for it, huh? And this last one, Owen Marcus, my mentor and teacher came to basically anchor, you know, and he, this, one of the coolest things about this was we had, we had nine co-facilitators. So like assistant or like assistants and facilitators all together, nine of us. And Owen's core role was to mentor and help us. And it's so in a way we empowered a bunch of dudes like you, like I would love you to come and, and do that, empower you to facilitate a small group within the structure of the weekend. Mm-hmm. And, uh, the effectiveness, the effect, yeah, the effectiveness of that has just been wild. Oh, like Owen's a badass. Like he's some of, oh, my, yeah. like those episodes that you've done with him. Those are some of my favorite episodes of your podcast. Every time that he's on, I get super excited and it's like, I have to just try to tune everything else out yeah because i want to absorb everything that that man says dude he, i mean he's more than a badass he's he's a fucking ninja yeah he's a fucking jedi he's a freaking like yeah i mean you know so I, did you guys have like did this exceed what you kind of was uh not you know what you had planned did you think that hopefully we'll get this many guys or there was some fear about having this many men in one place mm-hmm. there's some fear about timing there's some fear just about logistics there's some fear about can we provide a, as deep of an experience to, to more and for more that guys. many guys yeah. yeah and honestly man i'm sitting here now dreaming up like a festival where we have five thousand dudes coming but each one of them gets to check in with a small group of eight or ten guys and I think we can, I think we could crush that. I think we could have way more guys. I mean, we're not going to leap to that, you know, we're not going to rush it, but man, it was, uh, yeah. Uh, and you know, and we get in these, in these weekends, we get into these really deep, intense healing journeys, which are sort of like the full, the full gamut of our basic protocols, which are slow down feel and express. And um, the healing journeys are um, riding that all the way through, and the result is is the is the natural release of of old, uh, you know, call it trauma, call it tension, stress, energy, things that haven't been said, and uh, 
things get wild. <laughs> things get real wild, you know? Yeah. I mean, and, you know, I mean, yeah. we, we've been to some wild places together and, and the expedition, the wilderness ones, we have more time. And I designed that to let nature do more of the work, mm-hmm. right? And on a two day retreat, like you got two days. So we kind of, you got to hit it hard and we fast, hit it hard. Right? We do. And we don't really let up until the end. Yeah. Um, is there, is it hard? Cause um, like, for example, when we were on the expedition, right. Mm-hmm. Um, there was a little bit of time to kind of work your way into it, even though, mm-hmm. even though you, um, that was one thing I really liked was you guys just went right after it from the beginning. So there wasn't like some sort of miscon uh, misunderstanding of what it really was going to be about. Right. But at the same time, you could ease into it a little bit more. Yeah. Are the weekend things just a lot more fast paced in a sense where you don't have that luxury? Yes and no. I mean, I, th- I think that time stretches in the way you need it to, right? So uh, we get guys coming in on the on the retreats prepped with some questions and a handful of emails to kind of get them at least subconsciously headed a certain way. And then the first night we get in there, we have a dinner. And actually the very first night that what we did on the expedition is pretty much identical as the first night on the retreat. So mm-hmm. we have a dinner. We set the safety of the group. Everybody checks in. We talk about agreements and then we do an exercise, the AB line or something to really, you know, the, the, the intention on the Friday night or the first night of the, of the weekend retreat is to make it really safe and then start to amp up the energy a little bit. Um, not too much, but you know, start to, I don't know, go into some <laughs> scary territory. Yeah. 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 But not, not a deep dive. Right. And then uh, Saturday morning, we start with, because the thing I like about these retreats and expeditions too, but is that we incorporate full spectrum stuff, right? So we get up and we do yoga, do some meditation. Yeah, sound right? Yeah, you're good. Yeah. Uh, We get up and do yoga, do some meditation, have breakfast, and then kind of, I'd say right after breakfast on Saturdays when we kind of like drop the hammer for the first time a little bit. Do you have, um, because I'm thinking about... When I went on the expedition, I had full, at least what I thought, you know what I mean? I, I understood what I was going into, what I was looking for, what I was hoping for, um, all those type of things. Do you have guys that show up? Like it, it blows my mind that somebody is going to come to something like that, whether, whether it's the wilderness thing or yeah. whether it's the weekend retreat and kind of still be in that space of like, I don't really know what the fuck I'm getting into. A lot of guys. But I'm going to give it a shot. A lot of guys still do. See, and that's that kinda, amazing. That is amazing to yeah. me to think that, you know, yeah. they're going to like, what is it about? What is it about what you guys are doing? You think that attracts guys and makes it so appealing couple, enough? Yeah. A couple of things. I think that, um, as things move forward and we're more established, I think it'll happen less and less. Mm-hmm. And as we communicate more clearly what it is we do, it'll happen less and less. Cause it's still kind of mysterious, you know, it's like yeah. this men's stuff. I mean, it's not mysterious and that's what I think we're learning is just to be really transparent and straightforward about it. You know, we're, we're, we're practicing feeling and saying things that have never been safe enough to do. And, and in doing so, it unleashes a lot. Um, and then we have the skills and protocols and everything to, to ride that and manage it and direct it and grow from it. And, but to your question, Part of it is that, so my co-founders, you know, Lucas and Sasha is the other guy and you don't know Sasha yet. Uh, so many people love and trust that man. Mm-hmm. So like for the first retreat, you know, he just sent out a personal email blast to hundreds of people and, you know, mostly filled up our retreat. 
So that had a lot to do with it. Um, and then the other, it's, yeah, it's funny. Um, where it still does happen and where I do see it happen is when a wife or a girlfriend says, Hey, husband or boyfriend, you got to go to this or I really want you to go to this. Is that happening too? Oh yeah. Like that's cool that we're, oh, yeah. you know, learning about it and finding it and whatever. Absolutely. It's happened. I think like four or five guys, this last retreat were, were through their partners. That's right? awesome. Yeah. So it's, well, the guys that are coming have this, well, and this is, this is actually cool. Something that I've been thinking, I'm not spending a lot of time, but it keeps coming up. Like the guys that come, whether they know or not know, because honestly thinking, you know, coming into it doesn't often do that much for you. Right. I mean, sometimes, sometimes <laughs> it does, but the quality that I just look for and love more than anything, both in our participants, but also facilitators. And just in general now is willingness, you know, just that, that is so freaking valuable. Yeah. That single thing, like, you know, in my, in my, um, meditation lineage, sort of two, two uh, steps above me was Chogyam Trungpa Rinpoche. It was a Tibetan Buddhist who came over to the United States and started Naropa University and had a huge impact, but he has a quote that I know I'm sure I don't get quite right, but it's just that when a door opens, you leap through it. And that to me is like the epitome of willingness, right? So if these guys, whether they know what the hell we're doing or not, I trust, I deeply trust my and our ability to make people feel okay. Right. Even if it's scary, even if they don't know what's coming, like, Hey, we got you. That's, I think one of my, um, or our collective superpowers at this point is like, well, you've, you've done, you know, specifically with every man and everything like that. It's been, you know, like a year basically. Right. But you've done work with, cause I know all about the past with like the youth and with the, the teenagers and things like that. So you've done work like this in similar form or fashion for a very long time. Do you still like, is there ever a point when you're, you know, sitting in group or something happens and you're like, oh fuck, I don't know what to do with this. Like you. this is <laughs> you on the expedition was was one of the bigger challenges I've had in a long time. Really? Yeah. Yeah. It was that yeah, that was that was pretty wild. So that still happens every now and then. Yeah, every once in a while. At this point, I fucking like I'm like, bring it on. You know? <laughs> but I but I do have to say, like this last one, having Owen there, mm-hmm. <clears throat> I mean, I feel unstoppable with him there, you know. I feel far more confident with him there when it's just me or where, where I feel like I'm the backstop, uh-huh. right? Energetically speaking, then yeah, it's, it's, it's scary, man. Still a little unnerving. Yeah. You never know. You never know. Um, and that is also, you know, that's the edge of growth, man. That's the, that's the edge of my growth. That's in general. And, and the way we design this is that, um, it really is working and I'm really proud of it, but it's that, uh, we're empowering the entire group, group or crew or whoever's there in the moment that listen, it's not just, it's not just on me. It's not just on us leaders. It's on everybody, right? Like mm-hmm. the, the, like the responsibility for safety, the responsibility for, for, um, a lot of things. It's a shared group co-created thing. And that really, uh, makes a huge difference too. Yeah. I know? think it, I mean, yeah. it, you know, adds a certain amount of, um, 
comfort and everything like that. But there's like weight behind that aspect and that knowingness that, yeah. do you know what I mean? It isn't just one guy. It's everybody that's in that space that's helping to keep and facilitate and hold that space. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Yeah. So that, that creates a lot of, a lot of strength, but, but yeah, man, I mean, like I'm, I'm still very young in this, you know, I'm yeah. not, I'm not like some wide old, wise old wizard that's done, seen, done everything. There's no, I mean, not even close. Um, but I do get a, I do get a big kick out of the wild shit, you know? Yeah. Like it really, um, something in me lights up when things get hairy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's, you know, it's powerful. I can think back to, um, like, I want to talk about, uh, what happened to me on the expedition. Yeah. I think that's something that's, uh, I'd like to share and I think it's interesting and, and, uh, it's my fucking podcast and talk about whatever I want, which is nice. Yeah. But, um, I remember back when I was a cop and the times that there were like when it was real stuff, right. Mm. When it was the really, um, I mean, just, the cause it was always during something incredibly shitty, right. It wasn't you know, it wasn't ever a good situation, but there were times where it was like really, 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 um, I don't even know how to describe it, Dan, cause it's so, uh, there's a reverence to it that I have, uh, uh-huh. for being in those spaces. But, uh, those were the spaces that I craved, right? even though they came at a high cost and they were very, um, a lot of times, you know, they didn't go well, but being in those moments and in those spaces and every now and then, you would get to help people and you would get to see, um, do you know what I mean? Some sort of mm-hmm. positive result out of it, but it was definitely kind of, I mean, it's different obviously cause it's, mm-hmm. there's the air of, um, safety and all those kind of things. And I mean, sitting in a men's group, your life necessarily isn't, you know, I mean, it is in a sense too, if you think about it, cause the power that can be, um, created and, kind of brought forth in that space does have the ability, like you said, to kind of change lives in that moment. Oh yeah. And so I think it's really, really interesting. Well, if you had to put one word or a couple words on the, to to sort of color that space you're talking about, is it, is it, is it chaos? Is is it darkness? Is, is it just, is Mm. it intense? Is it wild? I mean, boy, I don't know. It's like, uh, it's almost like, um, it's definitely chaos, but there was, it's like the quiet in the storm where it's kind of like the edge of chaos where you can see, mm. do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like you're right in the, almost like the eye of the hurricane yeah. type thing where yeah. it's surrounded by chaos in the moment, but then there's clarity yeah. in the moment and you feel like you have the ability to um, uh, do something yeah. in that storm and in that chaotic moment because things slow down enough. And because a lot of times it's just the chaos, it's just the you know what I mean? Where you don't have anything other than to react to what's happening and, you know, having to do whatever it is that you have to do. Yeah. And so it's kind of that quiet moment, that little eye in the storm where at any moment, I, at any point, I know exactly what you're talking about. And, and I think when things, and there is, there is a, you know, there is a, 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 I guess a way to relate to that or why I can talk about even on these retreats, you know, is that when, when a man is allowed or guided into some of the darkest things that, he's got inside and, and is a, has a safe place to let him out. You know, it's, 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 it's terrifying, right? <laughs> I mean, it really is. It is terrifying. And, you know, I think as a, as a facilitator or a guide in those moments, it, it, it is completely a feeling of being an eye in a hurricane mm-hmm. 
being able to withstand and being completely present to and with it all the way and, you know, having space, having space for it and not being, you know, knocked over. Yeah. Cause it could be. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It very well could be. But the amazing thing is, is that again, it's, it's, it's this, it's not just me, right? Or it's not just Owen. It's not just whoever's doing this, but the other men have the same ability too to step up and be there for the guys. And so to me, it's, it's a, it's a pretty, I don't know the right language for it, but the a human ability to, to do that, to okay. act in the face of, you yeah. know, act in support and love in the face of complete dark. Whatever mm-hmm. that is. Yeah. yeah. Well, I don't quite know how to, uh, like, I'm trying to think of how to, uh, cause I want to talk about what happened to me on the expedition. Cause I think it's a good opportunity and that's kind of what we're talking about for whatever reason. Yeah. And, um, but I don't know how to segue into it. Well, yeah. I mean, let me try. I think that, um, and this might be totally off, right? So just tell me if, if it's, on, if it's on or off, but I felt like you landed in a safe enough space to let loose some stuff that needed to be let loose. I, I, I felt like just this clear recognition and he was like, okay, well here I can handle it. But also I felt the question is, can they handle it? Can they handle <laughs> it if I really go here? Yeah. You know? And, um, and yeah, so it was, it was, uh, you know, talk about these healing journeys where guys are kind of guided into their crazy parts and you had, you know, your finger on it and didn't need any guiding. You just got to go. You just kind of went. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I mean, I had the, you know, I, prior to coming to that expedition and everything like that, I had, I mean, in no way, shape or form was that what I was like thinking about or what I was planning on or do you know what I mean? It had nothing to do with like, totally. but, uh, I think it was very much a subconscious kind of, um, like you described it a good way where, you know, I kind of had my finger on it, but yet maybe didn't realize it. Right. And then when some aspect of me realized that it was a space that was, you know, now was the time then it was like, okay, (laughs) now was the time. And, and, uh, I mean, it's hard to describe. And so people listening are like, what the hell are they talking about? And I mean, at the core of it, what happened basically was I just kind of, uh, I mean, I fell apart in a sense, but it was more of like this, um, like a purging of all this raw, deep, uh, anger and rage and emotion and darkness and like everything that had been stuffed down and bottled up inside of me for years and years and years and years and years and and possibly, you know, a lifetime, like 20, 25, 30 years of my life, just having the opportunity to suddenly they pop the top and everything just comes flowing out. Mm -hmm. And, um, I didn't know what the hell was happening. It wasn't uh, expected in any way, shape or form. And it felt very violent physically for me. Mm -hmm. Like it was the type of thing that I felt incredibly, um, like, uh, nauseous and sick. I mean, at at points I thought I was going to actually physically throw up and it was, it was just super bizarre. I had never had that massive amount of emotion and rage come pouring out. I've had glimpses of that much, but never that much all at once for almost like an extended period of time. It was a good long run, man. (laughs) He gave it a really good push. Yeah. You know, and one thing that I'm really grateful for too. So if, if I didn't know who you were whatsoever, Mm -hmm. um, and that 
and that happened, like it would have, it would have been, I think I would have been more scared, but having done a podcast with you, knowing about who you were as a kid, knowing about your career, you know, with that, I, I mean, I, I don't think it was any, you know, accident or whatever, but that, you know, my, you know, and we had spent some time together before. So yeah. I, I felt, had, you know, sort of got a sense of you and, um, yeah, it was, uh, it was amazing. It was beautiful. And it was, it was also, it put our group, right? This first expedition right on the edge, right away, which was incredible. It was, it was, it was in the long run, a really big gift to the group. It was just like, all right, you know, we're not fucking around here. (laughs) It's all good. And yeah, there was, there was, um, there was a few moments in there where, I think you could tell the group was feeling scared, very scared. Yeah. Um, And I think like, that's another thing that, uh, so like in our group, so we've got our group back home um, in Salt Lake city. And uh, one of the things that I have found really interesting is um, men being able to express emotion, not, not express emotion, express anger and express some of those things. And it's, uh, it's really unnatural. We have a guy and, um, he over the course because we've i'm trying to think how long we've like been running our group for like two months two and a half months or Mm -hmm. something like that and over the course of that time he gets closer and closer and closer and has moments where he can really tap into that uh well of anger and rage that he's got inside of him and because i had that experience uh on the expedition um first off it felt you know afterwards not immediately afterwards but obviously coming home from that experience and processing everything mm-hmm. i was so incredibly thankful for that experience and the opportunity to express that mm-hmm. and then it kind of gave me ownership to um be all right in expressing anger yeah not to that level luckily i don't have to bottle things up now yeah. or keep things as uh, pent up but it kind of gave me the opportunity to recognize that it's okay to express that mm-hmm in small little ways and mm-hmm. shapes and forms and things like that. And, um, but a lot of guys don't from what I'm seeing and from what, you know, if I think back and really examine my life and the relationships that I have with men and my buddies yeah. and my friends, like that's not an okay thing for guys to do. And then to get to watch them do it is really, really neat. And well, really and you neat. have a gift there now. You have a specific gift there mm-hmm. because of the level that, that you were able to go to yourself you you have a people you may be subconsciously sought out for your gift in the, <laughs> honestly it, it 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 is an interesting way that it seems to work that way but like yeah if, if you i mean i th- i think it's like a lot of what we're doing in these groups on a on a basic level is that we are stretching our limits of what's okay for us to feel right and so for example anger's a incredibly good example if i'm a lot if if i've become okay with the far reaches of anger and you express the far reaches of anger i can be there for you Mm -hmm. right but if i haven't taken that journey myself if i haven't gone down that road and you start to go there i'll fucking fold right yeah and in a much more day-to-day way I think that, well, I, I've talked about this before, but one of the hardest things for me to to sit with is, is this idea of hopelessness or this sort of despair. 
I'm not good with it. It's really hard for me. And uh, even in just like little moments, my wife can go there and express these little hopeless moments. And uh, I it just, I get all tight. I get all, and I'm re I really have a hard time being there for her in that. So, you know, it's, it, I really see it almost visually as we are practicing to be present and okay with every direction, you know, with the deepest, wildest, warmest, gentlest love and the darkest, scariest, violent anger, everything in between, you know? So, yeah, I was blown away. Well, I shouldn't say blown away. Uh, like you said, like we kind of knew each other, right? We had a little bit of interaction and some uh, experience and things like that. But um, I think I had a good sense of who you were and I really liked you and I was really drawn to you. And I really, do you know what I mean? Felt like not only what you were doing with every man, but you specifically um, was good stuff. Mm -hmm. Like the kind of stuff that I wanted more of. And then processing after the fact and thinking back and then coming home from that expedition and sharing the whole experience with my wife and talking to her specifically about that night and the way that I kind of... Um, you know, exploded in a sense, I was really blown away how you were able to stay in that moment mm. and do so in such a incredibly, um, like just fucking powerful way. Mm. And it's hard to, it's hard to put words into it. And it's, I'm sure people listening is like, what? Like, it's hard to even kind of imagine what the hell yeah. we're talking about, but the way that you were able to kind of just stand and be present in that space and, and not waver yeah, and not only not waver, but then continually move forward. Cause there were times, like I remember, like, I think at one point I'm like yelling at you and telling you to fuck off and like, yeah. shut up, like, yeah. you know, <laughs> yeah. and, um, and you just held your ground and then just slowly move forward in that space in a sense. And also I think physically at some, like, I remember at some point you coming up and like putting your hand on my shoulder or something like that. And, yeah. um, that's powerful. Like that's a gift, man. Huh. That's something that is, um, I think it's a human trait, like you talked earlier. Like I think all humans, everybody has the capacity for that much yeah. um, emotion. But I think that there's unique individuals out there that are actually able to do it. Maybe, yeah, maybe not. Oh, I thank you. Yeah, I appreciate it. And and you know, Owen, who we've been talking about, um, it, you know, I mean, like, th there's nothing that I could picture anyone throwing at him that mm -hmm. he couldn't love, you know? Yeah. I really, it's, it's pretty wild. Um, but yeah, I, I, I do think it's also, uh, well, I mean, it, and, you know, talking about where I am here too, it, 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 on my, where I am in my life too, it really is, uh, I am having these moments of, um, well, I'm just sure. So my big takeaway from this last weekend which is really big for me. So, so one of the things that every man, you know, we, us at whoever's in the leadership seat is also participating. Mm -hmm. right? Like the, the, the best leadership we could do is be a good participant and just lead by example. And, and so, yeah, I get a shit ton out of every one of these, you know, and this last one was crazy, crazy powerful for me. And so my core issue or wound, I would say in my life, like what I've bumped up against my whole life and what's really stressed me out and caused me a lot of struggle is the feeling that it's all on me or the feeling that all the responsibility everywhere I go lies on me, which is a lot of responsibility to feel. Um, 
I felt it as a little kid and then it just became my life. Right? Mm-hmm. And uh, this weekend was the, I don't know if I want to say it was the death of it, but it was the, uh, it broke open and I sat there, you know, in this immensely large circle of men and I was having these moments, man, of like, um, what's my role here? Like, what am I doing? Like, am I, am I leading this? I'm like, it doesn't feel like I'm leading this. <laughs> and, um, it was just this awesome, what I recognize what it was now is that it was the, it was the absence of this pressure that I felt my whole life, that it was all on me because it was so clearly fully not on all on me. Like, you know, this amazing team with me, like just felt this amazing support and um so yeah no i i i take your compliment or i t- I, t- I hear you and i also uh the core of what we're doing is that i believe that everybody can do this or at least do it better yeah right because it's not about being able to like do some crazy shit in a circle of men it's like can i sit with my child as he you know, cries or is a dick and can I love him through that? And can I, you know, not freak out when a dude on the highway flicks me off? Can I, you know, whatever it is, can I, can I show up for my wife when she's really sad? All that stuff. And, and so one thing, uh, one thing that I don't remember what episode it was, it was when you and Owen were talking and then the way that you guys, one, one way that you were describing, um, a men's group was because you talk about being able to show up in other aspects of your life. And this is the place that you get to practice. Mm-hmm. And like, it's like the gym where you get to go and work out and you get to, you know, yeah. do all these type of different things so that when you do uh, come across these things in everyday life, you get to show up better in those spaces and you get to implement this uh, skill set that you've been practicing in this safe environment with these other men. And I think it's very, very much like, like that's super on point because yeah. I can think about, stuff that I took away from the expedition that I immediately went home and tried to implement and put into place. And then having a weekly group that we go and meet, uh, it just helps so much to stay in that space of practice and gaining from the other men. And I'm constantly thinking about shit that we talked about on Monday and things that I picked up on, you know, and learned from them. And now I'm trying to implement something that they said in my everyday life. And I mean, that's massive. The weekly check-in part of it, the weekly recurrence mm-hmm. of it is, it is huge, man. I I have, for the past 10 years, eight years, nine years, whatever it is, I like mark my weeks, you know, I don't know, maybe people think of weeks like Monday to Monday or Sunday to Sunday or whatever. I always think of mine from my group to the next group. <laughs> it just, it really is, man. It's like, it's kind of, it's my anchor, right? Yeah. It's like the thing that... um I mean, I know it's a commitment. It really is a commitment to, to show up every week, but the, God, the benefit of it is just, it's insane. It's insane. The amount of, and I've gone for chunks of time, you know, with that when I first moved to Bozeman, I went a little bit over a year. I didn't have a group and, uh, yeah, man, you know, um, what it makes me think of is, uh, have you ever paddled in a, um, a boat without a keel? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like when you have a keel, I think it's a keel, right? That the line on the very bottom of it. Uh-huh. Like a like a um, ocean going kayak. Like it'll keep a straight line pretty good. 
but then like river kayaks have a completely rounded bottom so they don't track straight every time you paddle it, t- it turns the nose of your <laughs> it turns the nose of your boat and it's hard to keep going straight so that that's an analogy that works for me and it's true for me that that a weekly group like these these ex- expeditions and retreats they're powerful they're helpful they're really helpful and um you know funneling that energy into a weekly group and having a group of guys consistently is just a it's like keeps it going yeah it's a game changer yeah Yeah. did you um when you guys originally came up with you know we're gonna do this thing called every man was the podcast a part of it or did that kind of come later that was a dream that was an idea it actually the majority of it were all these these sort of well no actually if you look behind you there's a whiteboard and um i had so here's a story so I was in my media career. I had uh, moved out here to Montana and I fucked up a couple of times and I pissed some people off in the company and um, pissed some people off real bad once. <laughs> I got good at pissing people off. Um, right on the verge of a two week trip to Hawaii that my wife and I were taking. And I like literally took off in the plane being like, I don't know if I'm gonna have a job when I come back. And we had a baby coming. And uh, scary, super scary. Yeah. So when I landed in Hawaii, and this is a big trip to Hawaii, just in a lot of ways. But uh, when I landed, I, you know, called a buddy, and uh, he really kind of worked me through some shit. And one of the things he said is like, "All right, man. So treat this as if you don't have a job when you're coming back, and lay down exactly what you want to happen, right?" And I think everything on this board is is still pretty much there. So it didn't have the name Every Man. But uh, the podcast was definitely there. The groups were there. Retreats, wilderness expeditions, uh, you know, writing, um, all kinds of things. It was all there. I've had, I've been formulating, actually, this is interesting. On the, on the ride home from New York, I, I looked in my, my notes on my iPhone. And from four and a half years ago, I had written this vision. And uh, it's all there. Like, <laughs> it's amazing. <laughs> actually, yeah, I, I could read it, but I could... Uh, Maybe I'll post it up as an article or something because yeah, four, four, over four years ago was just this like very clear and it, it was written in language, not like it wasn't wishy-washy. It was like, we need to do this. We need to do this. We will do this. And um, so yeah, the podcast was, it, yeah, it's, it's always been. Always some component that you wanted to incorporate into it. Totally. Totally. It always made sense to me. And, um, you know, having been in the, in the sphere of Joe Rogan and. Steve on the on the Mediator podcast, and you know, it just become it became a pretty fluent part of my life. Yeah, you know, and um, I'm I'm nowhere near where I want to be with the Everyman podcast, but I'm happy with it, and I know that there's a lot more. There's a lot more. Um, actually, I feel like I'm being more open and honest with you here than I am on my own podcast, which is something to think about. But uh, I definitely think that there's. Somewhere to go. Are you enjoying it? I love it, man. Like they're fun, isn't it? Oh, it's so much fun. It's the yeah. best. Yeah, it's way fun. Yeah, it's the best thing. It's super fun. I want to do more in person like this. I, I, I'm getting sick of doing things over the internet. I hate the fucking online reviews. I, I did a bunch of them uh, when we first started. And like, because you get to that point where, you know, it's it's nice, it's convenient, it's easy, but it's so different. Yeah. And, you know, I, I, t- I tend to not do them anymore. I've got another one uh, 
this cool guy that I've been trying to get for a really long time. And finally we got it scheduled at the end of this month, end of December. So I'm excited for that. And every now and then, like if there's a good one that pops up that I really, really want to make work. But at the end of the day, I can't, I I don't. You tell me you didn't know the JP Sears. Yeah. Dude, I'm jealous. I want to meet that guy. It was way cool. He came to Salt Lake. Yeah. Like we found out probably maybe like a month or two. And uh, he was coming and speaking at some event and doing his little thing. And so I just reached out and uh, talked with like his assistant and we didn't get to do it in person because uh-huh. his schedule was so tight. But my wife and I went to his little event and then got to meet him in person and chat with him and hang out a little bit. So then at least we had that connection. Right, yeah. So it wasn't yeah. completely, uh, yeah. you know, out of nowhere when you sit He's down. He's so freaking funny. He man. is funny. He's a good guy. <laughs> Yeah. No, I like the podcast. I, and I, I, I want to keep, I want to do it for a long time. I hope to do it for a long time. What What do you want to yeah. do? Like you, like, what can you imagine? Um, well, doing differently with it. I, well, I think, I think I could imagine going more regularly and more deep with guys and, and have like the level and depth of conversation that we have in our groups or in our retreats which is truly profound mm-hmm. a lot of the time, you know? And I think when I, like when you, when you came on, on the, or on the earlier side, or I don't remember what number you were on, but, um, you know, we, we met in person and we really sort of dropped in and, and that was, that to me was a very, very, that was about the depth that I would love to keep. But when I do them over the internet and honestly, some of it is, is when it's doing with, guys who have an agenda already or have a platform. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. It's hard to, it's really hard to knock somebody off their platform, man. Cause you know, yeah, I'm sure I'm sure I, you know, shit, I don't think I'm there yet and I'm probably have to fight it, you know, but I don't want to, it's boring to me. Yeah. You know, I totally agree. It's like, okay, tell me what you fucking are known for. And I could go find that in a million places. Mm -hmm. It's like, fuck that. Yeah. Not that it's not valuable. I mean, so yeah, I go back and forth. I think that, um, I also, at this point, you know, we're doing a lot of guys within the community. So guys who are sort of in the every man community and part of me is like, well, maybe that's what we should, should be doing. Right. Cause we are, I think being examples to guys, other guys. Mm-hmm. And then, yeah, I don't know. I, you know what the biggest question is to me is who the audience should be. Is is the podcast for uh, for our guys or is the podcast for the general public or both? So I don't know. It's a, I'm not spending a lot of time trying to design, right? I'm just yeah. kind of like, honestly, sometimes I'm just trying to keep up and other times I'm just kind of fall on my heart. You know? Yeah. No. I'd let it unfold naturally. Yeah. Like it's so much. Yeah. When you, uh, at least for me personally, in the process of doing the podcast, the times that I get wrapped up in thinking about who's listening, who's my audience, or you know, what type of episodes do I need to be doing or want to be doing, or what type of people do I want to be reaching out to, or I get caught up in all of that shit. Yeah. And then it sucks a little bit of the uh, enjoyment out of it. Yeah. And then also I don't feel like those episodes or um, uh, I just, you know, I don't think they're as good. Yeah. For me, it's those aren't the episodes that I really look back and think, man, I really, really, really like that episode of the podcast. Well, I tell you which one I'm most proud of is the one with my wife. And oh my goodness, man! You know that I I don't expect every episode could be to that level. Yeah. Because that's about as 
you know, it's about as deep as my life goes in a lot of ways, but, or, but I would like to have that deep and impactful of conversations. That was a powerful, powerful yeah. episode. I was up in Canada flying around and listened to that episode and like, it was so good, so good, so raw, such powerful, um, honest, true stuff. And the way that you guys addressed issues and the way that you guys talked about things, not just openly, but also, um, oh, Dan, it was like, uh, <clears throat> like you guys did a really, I mean, go listen to that episode. If you haven't, you know, if you don't know, go find the fucking every man podcast and go listen to that episode specifically. But the way that you guys addressed, uh, bigger issues that were taking place and they're still taking place in the world yeah. and in, you know, society and all these type of things. Um, you did it from like this kind of place from the outside where you looked at it kind of, um, I guess from the outside, kind of like from this mental, not mental, but intellectual yeah. point of view. Yeah. And then at the same time, you guys had all this heart and emotion and raw connected, uh, personal, yeah. do you know what I mean? Experience and story. And it was a really, really, it was, it's one of my favorite episodes that you've done. Yeah, thank you. And, and you know, so I, those are the questions that go through my head. So my my my, my grandmother passed um, a month ago, and I was home for the funeral. And uh, you know, uh, I guess I, I guess I wonder the where the line is sometimes. You know, like part of me wanted to sit down with my grandpa and record a conversation about losing his wife of fifty years. 60 years, you know, like that's yeah. what's really meaningful to me. Um, and you know, it, it felt a little intrusive, so I didn't do it, you know, but that kind of thing, like, um, I'm, I'm planning a podcast with Gan Dunnington, who, you know, mm -hmm. and, um, the, the conversation we're planning is going to be hairy, mm -hmm. right? really hairy. And that, you know, that lights me up. And at the same time, I don't think every single episode has to be this, you know, yeah. freaking. Yeah. But that's like the power of the, uh, of a podcast, right? Yeah. Like the thing that is so neat about them, regardless of, you know, there's obviously a thousand and one different podcasts out there, Yeah, but that's the really cool stuff when you can have those type of conversations where you're not thinking about anybody else that's listening. You're not thinking about the fact that you're recording right. a podcast. Right. You're just in the moment having a conversation or discussing something that is so real and so true and so raw and so pertinent to not only you, but the experience of just in the moment. Mm -hmm. And then on top of it, everybody else gets to sit in and listen. Like right now we're in, you know, we're in your home, we're in this room, we're sitting here recording yeah. and you can imagine like just people sitting in chairs surrounding us, right. getting to tune in and listen to this conversation that we're having. And that's yeah. the neat thing. When I went to uh, Ireland, um, talk to people there that had listened to the podcast. Like that's the other cool thing is the fact that people in all over the world get the opportunity yeah. to sit into this little room right here where we're at and listen to this conversation. Yeah. No, it is amazing. And that's the cool part, I think. Yeah. It's supernatural is what it is. Well, I think you're doing well with it. And I hope you keep doing it. Yeah. Thanks, man. No, I will. Yeah. It's, 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 uh, only growth is planned, you know, for sure. Mm -hmm. It's, um, it's been a really successful thing so far and not, you know, massively successful number wise or anything, but just in, in terms of impact and in terms of us building an identity and getting people to our retreats. And it is, I mean, it's amazing to feel it happening. How did you have a lot of the guys at the retreats yes. that 
came through yeah. the podcast. Yeah. That's and it's awesome. incredible. It's just an incredible feeling. Um, yeah. And yeah, and it's grown, right? So the first, well, so the first retreat, there was no podcast. The second retreat, there was no podcast, but I had been on Rogan's podcast. Or so. so a couple people came on that second one and, and sort of had heard of us or me through the ethers. And mm -hmm. then, um, well, since the, the expedition was a sea change in that, that I think four or five of the guys were from podcast listening. Yeah. And then this last retreat was, yeah, more and more. So yeah, it's just cool. It's cool to it's be a good way. Huh? It's, it's cool nice to see time. how it builds, man. It's, 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 it's insane. Yeah. It's, uh, and yeah, the, you know, the, um, again, back to the, the podcast with my wife about me too, it was just the level of heartfelt response that people would write in with, you know, and the amount of people that wrote me saying, please put me in touch with your wife, you know, please, can I, you know, talk to Elise? And yeah, man, it's so, that's, that's meaningful. I mean, I've already surpassed all of my needs <laughs> in terms of, <laughs> in terms of, I mean, honestly, like, you know, being able to impact a couple of people is, is so powerful and yeah, that's crazy. So if you think of about, um, I mean, this may be a really easy answer for you, a really easy question to answer, but what is like one or two of the most profound things that you've taken away over the past year of every man hmm. that you may not have thought about? Because obviously you had this idea yeah. and you had this intention and these hopes and these dreams for what this was going to be and what this was going to do and how you were going to feel. But what's some of this stuff? The number one thing is is the um, the resonance with which guys are, and not just guys, but you know, most of the guys, the resonance with which they're getting it and wanting it. And so many times guys have reached out and said, I didn't know what I was looking for, but this is what I was looking for. I didn't know what I was feeling, but something about this clicks in a way that I've just needed or yeah. something, you know. I don't know exactly. I, I think that, you know, in sort of an intellectual sense, we are hitting a note or a chord that, um, you know, has just been missing for a while. And that's just, you know, what that does for me is just spurs me on, you know, it adds to confidence. It adds to clarity. Um, you can hear my son saying no in the background. <laughs> got Duke out there. Um, that's, that's been huge just to, just to like, and, and I mean, let me put it in different words. So I've worked with a lot of guys in my life, right. From young guys to old guys. And, um, I don't know that there's been any huge aha moments that was like anything brand new, but it's just been overwhelmingly and consistently backing up all of the things that I've felt and seen before. Just right? reaffirming everything. Oh yeah. And just in, in great number and in, in both quality and quantity, you know, reaffirming that and um, the amount of just, you know, ability and brilliance and beauty and love of all these guys all over the place. And it's just screaming to come out, you know, it's just screaming to come out. That's, 
that's what I'm seeing everywhere. And um, well, I forgot I had another thing um, that I wanted to ask you. So when it comes to the space of like men's work or mm-hmm. empowering men, right? Mm-hmm. I think that one of the things that always turned me off because there's a ton of shit out there mm-hmm. for that type of stuff. There's a ton of um, uh, organizations and groups and weekend retreats and things that you're supposed to be doing. And I mean, all the stuff that every man does, there's other things that do it in yeah. different ways. Yeah. But like me personally, I never felt drawn to any of those things. Mm-hmm. Like when I think about... and. I don't even take, like, I don't even know what they're called because I never took the time to really look into any right, of them, yeah. but you see them all the time. Yeah. Like, I don't want to go on a weekend retreat where I'm being yelled at and doing <laughs> yeah. push-ups and yeah. somebody's punching me and I have to push my, like, I don't want to, do, that doesn't yeah. appeal to me in any yeah. way, shape or form. Yeah. And I think that there's a lot of that type of stuff taking place right now for men. And I don't know why, like, I don't understand why that is somehow appealing to i mean i like to think that i know what a man thinks and that i'm Mm -hmm. in touch with you know manly things obviously Mm -hmm. but i don't see what part of that really resonates and connects with people but it seems like it does like it seems like that's a thing that people are really enjoying but it seems to me like it's the opposite of what i think men should be doing i think that is embracing the asshole side of what men are yeah even though i'm not saying you know i don't know like i said i'm not naming yeah. names or calling out it because I don't know what the hell they're called. You just see them out there. And I think the way... Do you want me to not <clears throat> name them? You're more than welcome them. to. Yeah. It doesn't bother me. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I just don't know who the hell... Yeah. I don't know why that seems like um, an appealing thing in in the world right now, but it mm-hmm. seems like it is. Yeah, no, that's such a good question, man. <laughs> there's, there's a... Like, you kind of um, know what I'm talking about when I know it, those exactly type of about. groups and yeah. organizations. Yeah, there's a couple of different types, right? So so I would say that um, historically in the past, uh, up to the last 15, 20 years ago, the men's work, call it that, you know, men's work with parentheses around it, um, is uh, generally divided into folks that started with the mythopoetic movement, which is... Jungian in its its underpinnings, it's very much about um, the mythical sort of. I don't know. Jungian philosophy has a lot about you know. There's the 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 essence of a man can be broken into the warrior, the lover, the magician, and the king, and sort of these archetypal mm-hmm. ways of being alive. And it's uh, very effective. Like you can get a lot from that kind of work. Like it really like these. So the Mankind Project, um, I think it started in the early 2000s, maybe before that, but it's been very successful, right? They have weekend warrior trainings. And uh, um, again, like I have nothing but love and respect for them. Like I think I think they've helped millions of men, literally. Mm-hmm. And I have never, ever, ever, ever wanted to go to one. <laughs> you know, just like just something about it man it's just like you know i could maybe i'd go and get a lot of it i'm sure i would get a lot of it the other sort of element of men's work that's been put out there is more in the spiritual sexual realm like the david data i would say sort of the captain of that world or has been and that's that's pretty woo woo you know Uh it's pretty out there he wrote a book called the way of superior man which i do recommend to guys i think it's i think it's worthwhile i think that it's uh 
can get confusing and complicated too, but it's helpful. Um, and I did go to, I, I did go to some of his trainings and got a lot out of it, but the one, I think maybe the, the vein that you're speaking about is there's, there's a guy that runs a program called wake up warrior. It's specifically for successful businessmen with families. And it's like, you see him, they're like doing seal fit stuff. They're like, you know, getting in the boxing ring and, um, and I actually am honestly, I think I'd rather go to that than I would some of the other stuff. Um, just cause I like to, you know, I like to, I like to wrestle. I like to fight, you know, like there's, there's some of it. Some looks kind of fun. Yeah. But see, like, this is the thing. Like I like to fight. Yeah. I used to, like, I used to MMA fight, train yeah. jujitsu. I, I was a cop. I like to yeah. shoot. I like to, I, I've yeah. done all of these things and I enjoy them and I like them yeah. a lot. I don't want to go to that fucking retreat. Yeah. <laughs> like none of that looks, yeah. you know, appealing to me. I think from the perspective that I look at it, it's like they set this up and design these things in a certain way because this is what society thinks a man is supposed to be like. And so mm -hmm. I can see men thinking, I don't really know what a man is. I don't know how to be a man. Oh, look, there's some seemingly right. successful man right. showing me what I should be doing. Totally. And here's my take on it. First of all, at this point, I don't want anybody fucking telling me what to do. Mm -hmm. I don't care what side of the coin you come from. I don't care what you're telling me to do. Generally speaking, unless you're like Owen Marcus, <laughs> like don't tell me what to fucking do, right? Like it's just not going to be it. Like don't tell me how to be. Yeah. Don't tell me who to be. Don't tell me how to live my life. Like, you know, I have a pretty strong feeling about that. And, um, but I do think that a lot of men in our culture have been so disconnected from their fight to the fight in them, right? So, you know, you've lived it, you know, and a lot of men haven't. And so I can see how that's appealing to them, actually. I really can because, um, well, so we were joking earlier at dinner about the Hakka, right? The the Maori, mm -hmm. the New Zealand tribe, their sort of war dance. And I can't watch those without crying. Yeah. Like I can't watch them without crying. And I feel like that is so clearly this an emanation of this deep human part of us that we're, we're wild fucking animals, right? And we're far more passionate and intense than our lives, our, our contained lives allow us to be. Um, and I think in some ways, in different ways, each of these different men's trainings is offering a, a line into something bigger and, and deeper and more pure and more wild, but they're, you know, they're, they're sort of, there's flavors to them. Right. Mm -hmm. And the intention with every man is that it's more of a, again, the intention and is that it's, it's a blank slate in a sense where you get to show up and, and the, the only instructions we all have is to what's true for you. What's actually true for you. Sounds like that's true. What's underneath that? What's the next layer of truth for you, right? And so that we're all on our own sort of paint-by-numbers journey or, or you know, pick your, choose your adventure journey with our own truth. And um, it just, I, I think what that also is doing is sort of hopefully providing an answer to, to what's hurting us in our normal lives too. It's not the sense that, you know, I'm, it's the, it's the, and I've said this a lot, but it's the prescriptive versus descriptive, right? So like, and, and my guess is like this hardcore wake up warrior training, 
I, my guess is that once you get into it, they're not telling you how to be necessarily, but they're just offering something to break you open so you can find yourself. That's my guess. And um, I'm sure they're probably really good at it. They're good at making videos. That's for sure. <laughs> um, but, uh, you know, I'm I, sure it helps people. <laughs> Oh yeah. You know, no yeah. doubt. Yeah. Did you guys have, um, like, did you guys consciously in the formation of every man, when you were sitting down and you were brainstorming and thinking about things, did you, you know, say, okay, we know what we don't want to do and consciously deciding that's not, you know, we're not necessarily going to incorporate some of those aspects of what's already out there. This is yeah. where we want to bring our focus and what we want to be doing. I don't think we had to do the, and we know what we don't want because we knew exactly what we wanted, mm -hmm. you know? I don't think we knew exactly how it was going to look or how to bring it out, but I think it was very clear what we wanted, you know? Yeah. 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 I don't think it was, there, there wasn't any, there was no deliberation, right? <laughs> there was no, um, you know, and informing it. So the first retreat in the open source was with Sasha Lewis, and I keep bringing him up, but you know, a dear friend. And we sat in a men's group together for years in New York. And, uh, and I've shared this before too, but the, uh, you know, the first night I met him, he came into the group for his first night and I had a big break that night. And I like came to this realization that, you know, my purpose or what I needed to do in this life was help guys and bring this to more guys. And, um, yeah, he like just met the dude and he's like, I'm going to help you do that. You know? And so anyway, we put together this first retreat and, um, you know, he was just so, so supportive of, by that time, you know, a year ago, I had very clear directions of what I wanted and how, you know, and, um, you know, we collaborated so well and he's made room, um, for me to really, really stick to my guns, you know, and, um, and again, you know, back to Owen, the other guy we keep talking about here, but, um, you know, this is, this is his life's work, you know, and he and I, since, the, since the time we met each other have had this amazing creative synergistic relationship where we're just so on the same page, you know, and we have different backgrounds, you know, his lineage is, is, is very different from mine. And, um, the other thing I don't talk about much is that my, my meditation practice and my meditation lineage is, is incredibly incredibly in line with what every man is and it's just a different expression of it it's just a very different expression of it but um yeah so oh goodness um the other thing i wanted to ask mm -hmm. you because i like doing podcasts where i don't think about what the hell we're going to talk about yeah but then as we're getting going i'm sitting here thinking like oh yeah i forgot i wanted to ask dan this at some point even though i probably thought of it like a month ago or two months ago or something uh -huh. like that um, like we got to have an every woman. Yeah. Now we're working on it. Like this is something that, yeah. uh, my wife and I've talked about it a lot. Um, I'm like, baby, like there's no reason. Cause when I started my group, I sat down with her and basically ran through what I was going to be doing. Right. Yeah. Like, this is what it's going to look like. This is what I'm going to say. Yeah. Here's the agreements. Here's all the different, you know, this, the, the steps and the, the way that it's structured and all these type of things. I just went through all of it with her is like a dry run through. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, there's no reason you can't take that and go do this. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> like it, yeah. it works. That's the coolest shit, man. My wife and I talk about it all the time. We, like it, it keeps bubbling up and it's going to bubble up more and more. But 
you know, the basic protocols are not about man, man, mm -hmm. and the basic protocols are about slowing down, getting super in touch, exactly in touch with where you are and being able to express it and then holding the space for other to, others to do the same. So it's not a man, it's not a man based thing. So yeah, we, uh, it's going to happen, you know, and, and the vision is, you know, every man, every woman, but then just everyone, right? Yeah. Just everyone. Um, and yeah, I think, I think we got a lot of work, <laughs> got a lot of work ahead of us. Can't get too far ahead of ourselves, but you're right. You're totally right. And, and I think, I think within the next couple months, we're going to be experimenting or, or women are going to be experimenting with, um, some of our same protocols and seeing how it works because yeah. it's going to look different, obviously. Yeah. Yeah. The, um, do you feel like, uh, cause my guess is that there's probably been times in your life when you've been diving into your passion, whatever it could have been at the time, right? Yeah. At the current state where you were at and feeling like, God, this is really fucking cool and things are going really well. And I can really see like the, you know, the power and the strength behind what I'm doing and I'm feeling really good about what I'm doing. And now that shit's long gone. Mm -hmm. Like, does this feel granted this has to feel different than anything else you've ever done in your life? Yeah. But does this feel like you're on the cusp of what you're going to be doing for the next 20, 30, 40 years? So yeah, I'll up it and say 50. So <laughs> at the end of the retreat, this guy, Alex came up and asked me how old I was and I'm like 35 and he's like, good. He's like, you're going to be doing this for 50 years. And I was just like, whoa. <laughs> like, whoa. So, yes. I mean, yeah. I think that, I think this is definitely a big part of it, too. But the other cool thing, and this is what's been happening since this last retreat, is I went through a, a chunk of time in my late 20s. Actually, a couple of different chunks of time where I had it's just really huge waves of creativity that were unleashed. And I wrote a couple books and recorded albums and just was pretty creative. And, but I was really ungrounded and I was really, uh, dare I say unhealthy in certain ways. And, um, I feel I've always loved writing fiction. Um, I've always loved writing music and, uh, my hope is that I can, do that too, you know, and it's already happened. It seems already kind of happening too. Yeah. And I don't want to, I'm going to be very protective of, you know, my lifestyle and I don't want to travel endlessly and I don't want to, you know, I just want to be smart and I want to, it's such a good thing going on with my family. You know, I don't want to, uh, I want to fuck shit up. So, but to answer your question, yeah, man, this is, this is, uh, this feels like the next 50 years for you. Yeah, a good chunk of it probably. Yeah, yeah I think so. I got another challenging question for you. Yeah, on please. the hills of that one. Yeah. Could you let it go? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Yeah, I, I think so. Um, like that's the hard thing for me. There's been so many times in my life where I feel like, um, like everybody, like there's, you come across this thing where like people say, oh, you got to find your why. Like you got to figure mm -hmm. out what your why is like, mm -hmm. you know, the reason for your life, you got to find what your passion is and that's what you got to do. And I totally believe that. Yeah. But I also think that just like everything else that changes and evolves and grows and shape, do you know what I mean? Yeah. And so what I'm passionate about today may not be what I'm passionate about tomorrow. No, totally true, man. Yeah. So I think deeper than just every man, um, and this was actually on my most recent podcast with Craig Filek, who's a good dude. 
but he does this purpose mapping to really help you clarify, you know, what's driving you. And, you know, my, my deepest purpose is, is really to, like, I love life. Like, I just love it. I love living. <laughs> and, and I think that doing that wide open and whatever, whatever the expression would be to help others realize how what we have here is pretty unique, you know, like, so I guess what I'm saying is it could look very different, you know, yeah. I, I think that, um, yeah, man, I don't know, 10 years now, if every man's really, you know, killing it and, and there's, there's really no need for me, maybe there's something different. I don't know. Maybe it falls flat on its face, on, on its face and doesn't go anywhere, you know, and we're forced to leave it. I don't know. Um, I feel like, whatever's right underneath every man, you know, isn't going away. So maybe it'll look like something else, but uh, I sure is like it, people. I sure like working with people. Is it hard to be patient in this process? Yeah. Because you like want so much of it right now? Yeah, that's my, <laughs> I don't have it by my imaginary tattoo. It says all at once. Yeah. That's my, that's my curse and my magic. Yeah. I get that way where it's like you yeah. find something that you really enjoy doing and you're really passionate about. Yeah. And you're just like, I want all of this shit right now. Yeah. Because you can see all of it. Like you can imagine all these different things. And I'm sure you have, like you talk about, you know, every woman or uh, different things that you want to be doing with the podcast and mm -hmm. more retreats coming up next year and different places that you want to, you know, go and travel and do these things and host retreats. And you can see all of this shit mm -hmm. before you but yet you have to sit back and wait and be patient for it. And that's so challenging. Yeah. I actually think I'm better. I'm, I'm doing better at that right now than I have for a long time. I and mean, it's been a challenging year, man. You know, mm -hmm. honestly, the, the parts that I'm really impatient for are just like, just like basic financial comfort. Like, you know, it's been, a, it's been a very scary and challenging year with, without, you know, I was, I was making, good money in my last career. And as that went away in this startup, you know, I've never been in a startup business before. I've never been in this position and yeah, it's, it's tough. So that's my impatience right now. I'm like, okay, let's get rid of this debt and just like be okay. That's what I'm impatient for. Yeah. But as the retreats and expedition, I mean, listen, man, I meant it. Like when we were on the expedition and that second or third day, we did that meditation in the meadow, you know, we did that circle meditation in the meadow in the morning we got up from there and I told Gan, I'm like, dude, kill me now. Like, I don't need, I don't actually need more. And I keep having some of those feelings too. It's just like, wow, I mean, it's here. And, I, and I'm and i really working to feel it as it's here. And as I do that more, I feel like, yeah, I'm not scrambling for some future state, you know, which is fucking cool. <laughs> you know, it's, I think it's new. Yeah. It's pretty new. Um and it's not full and it's not like it's, you know, I'm not, I'm not saying it. it's not going, it's not going to be there. The impatience is, is going to be there some more, but yeah, we got so much cool shit going on. We got like potential partnerships with, with some big companies. We got like, I'm starting to, to do some speaking gigs. My I got my first speaking gig in January. Um, you know, I don't need it to be more than it is now. I'm actually couldn't handle a whole lot more <laughs> right now. So I'm not feeling impatient. I'm feeling really just really grateful, man. Well, like you said at the yeah. beginning, right? Happiest you've ever been in your whole life. It's true. So content. It's really, really true. That's awesome, yeah. man. It's a beautiful, beautiful thing. <laughs> <laughs> well, 
Well, thank you, Dan. Yeah, man. Everybody go listen to Every Man Podcast. Yeah. I tout your praises like all the time. Thanks, man. On uh, every chance that I get to talk to people about it or um so yeah. Yeah, come check us out. Come on a come on a retreat. Let's go have some fun. Let's go party. <laughs> well, thank you. All right. And uh, everybody go out and have a beautiful, beautiful, wonderful day. When a door opens, you leap through it. We're practicing feeling and saying things that have never been safe enough to do. And, and in doing so, it unleashes a lot. What's true for you? Practicing to be present and okay with every direction with the deepest, wildest, warmest, gentlest love and the darkest, scariest, violent anger.